Well, you see, he he has to say congratulations on your new podcast. Now, blast, blast, blast. But I guess, I guess, <laughs> blast kind of rhymes with ass, right? But he's got to have that. Congratulations on your new podcast. I can't whoop ass and blast, blast, blast. It makes That's all sense. It could come up with no, like it makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense, Kurt. Carmen. You got to leave it alone at this point. We got to get a new song. I love Angelo Moore, a uh, version of our our podcast intro. It's amazing. I love it. I'll mm. never forget it. It's something we'll always keep in the vault. Right. But it's time to upgrade, baby. Upgrade. Nah, I don't think anything we get will be an upgrade. But yeah, different. but something fresh, It'll something be different. different. Yeah. Yeah. New doesn't mean better. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Carmen, thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Don't say that. Huh? Thank you for being here? Yeah, thank you Where for being here. Where the fuck else I'm going to be? No, that's, this is my new thing. Thank you for being here. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how we started. At the end of the thing, you got to go, oh, we're on the blah, 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 blah. You know? Boy. And And then I start off. A little bit of the Angela Moore, and then thank you for being Carmen. Thank you for being here. See, I like to Carmen. How you doing? How's it going? See, I don't. <laughs> you like to go. Uh, uh, what's so going what, on? Yeah. So what's going on? But that is empty because you're not actually really asking me what's going on. You're trying to move on to the next thing. Yeah, I'm, I want you to give me the info <laughs> yeah, so I can move info. on to the next thing. Uh huh. But we fine. got a list of things that we already want to talk about. Okay, so we need to start off this show first. The first thing we need to get out the way is you want to talk about this Nick Cage, oh, Prisoners Cage. of the Ghostland. Ghostland. Um, Nick Cage, he has been on a roll lately. Oh, and you think so? Yeah. I don't watch anything from so, him, so I don't know. Nicholas Cage, he's been, he has been on this uh, little uh, uh not so much uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland, mm-hmm. but his movies have been liked by the critics lately. But he's stuck in that stigma of Nicolas Cage doing bad movies, right? Of course. That that he can't really get. He's kind of stuck. Weatherman is a great movie. That's before he was doing the bad movies, Carmen. <laughs> that was the start, Kirk. Yeah. The, it's the, not a bad movie. It's not that it's a bad movie, but. Viewers want to be enticed. They want to be drawn in. They want to follow with you. And like when you have all those dull, dry moments, and they might have meaning to them. That's the beauty of the movie. Yeah, but most life is a slice. Everything is moving so quickly right now that you Mm -hmm. have to well adapt. I'll tell you, um, the guy that directed that movie, Gore Verbinski, I believe his name is. He also directed The Ring, 
He also directed <laughs> the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. So, having said that, by the time he went on to do The Weatherman, he probably wanted to make a slow little little family drama. A little light, light family dramedy, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted to make. And, and it looks beautiful. Kirk, he got a dead face, too. <laughs> Nicolas Cage? Yeah, he has that... Uh, what they say? Who did they say? They say Hannibal Burris do it well. T-Pain was like, I've seen better. I don't know who was it. It was Gary Owen. He's like, I've seen better. They were talking about Hannibal Burris' deadpan face. I feel uh-huh. like Nicholas Cage has a deadpan mm-hmm. face when it comes to a lot of emotions. Well, the thing is, he is known for going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's supposed to be like yelling and be like, ah. You know, there's a famous YouTube video, uh, Nicholas Cage losing his shit. And... It's just like all his freakouts, mm-hmm. and it's just a, a co- combination of all a compilation his, of them of all of his freakouts at that point in time, mm-hmm. and it was made like eleven years ago. Right, <laughs> he's so much calmer now in movies. So, well, not in this uh, Prisoners of the uh, the Ghost Land. I in just fact, feel like his face is calm, even when uh-huh. he's getting upset. His face still look like chill. Yeah, well. Uh, he's he's got some uh, pretty exciting moments. One of uh, one of them was uh, <laughs> he's. Uh, I read an article. It said uh, a scene so crazy with Nicolas Cage in it that uh, he uh, his man his manager wanted to them to take it out of the film. And what it is is I'll say it because they say it in the article too. <laughs> he's wearing. He's supposed to save this girl. That's it's like a Mad Max type thing. He's got to mm-hmm. drive out to this like ta- the the ghost land they call it, and he's got to capture this girl that's of this you know uh, they call him the governor. So I was watching the movie right, mm-hmm. and uh, it's this guy. He's in like this Asian town, and these uh, people are like governor. They're clapping. They're like governor. And I was wearing my headphones. And you heard that, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you did see these people walking and uh, you you were like, what is he watching? Why is he watching crazy stuff? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the that's funny that you mentioned the sound and mm-hmm. in the movie you were able to hear it right. because uh, the you, speaker that we have. Well, yeah, I can hear it uh-huh. like on the right side, left side, like. The noise is so defined uh-huh. that it scares me sometimes. Right. Like, it'll be literally, the movie will be starting, and it'll be, like, sand on the beach, mm-hmm. and you can hear the sand, like, shh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what is that? Like, yeah. I freak out a little bit. hmm It's just uh, too fancy. <laughs> too fancy for you. Yeah. But I was wearing the headphones. You could hear it through. But Nicolas Cage, he goes out to go get this girl, and he's wearing, because he's a criminal, he's wearing this uh, suit that has, like, bombs on it. Mm-hmm. And if he like uh, feels like he's gonna hurt the daughter, um, it'll like blow off his arm or something. If uh, if he feels like uh, he wants to do something else to the daughter, it's got bombs on each of his testicles. What is it about? I just told you he's gotta go to this town and rescue this girl. But he don't, he can't do anything to her. Well, he's not supposed. He's supposed to save her. If he wants to do anything violent towards her. Why would they need to stop him from that if he's going there to save her? Because if he does something bad to her, he's not saving her? Is he a machine or a robot? 
No, he's a person. Boy, this too much. You gotta watch this from the beginning. This <laughs> no. can't be explained. I'm like, what? What's anyway, why, why would the you manager want to Huh? Why, why do we want to hurt her? He doesn't. <laughs> but he's in case he did. It's a it's a it's a redundant in case he did that's his uh motivation to not okay <laughs> it's yeah it's strange i don't think it's that complicated <laughs> i don't uh, think it's complicated <laughs> but it don't make sense anyway um the manager man he wanted them to take out the scene where he loses a testicle <laughs> now they're talking about it right whose testicle nicholas cage's testicle why he was gonna rape on a girl <laughs> he, he was thinking about it oh my god but okay. but not really. He doesn't seem like he's saving her. Right. But he point. but he is. He seemed like he's a rapist. Right. They're trying to keep him in. <laughs> well, that's why he's got to wear the suit. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, the thing is this article is made, it's made to promote the movie. Did the man really want the scene out of the movie or did he say he wanted the scene out of the movie so they could make this article about what happens in the movie? So that way you feel more enticed. There's content that you can read about the movie. Mm -hmm. And then when you see the movie on, you say, oh, that's the movie where Nicolas Cage loses his testicle. You know, <laughs> like wh where does it separate? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And then right now, like, um, I feel like I haven't been reading any of the reviews lately on the new movies that come out. But I've been hearing stuff from different podcasts and stuff I listen to. And uh, you talk about Nicolas Cage in movies, and I'm biased towards that because I, I told you that from the beginning about Nicolas Cage. But just transitioning over to movies in general, they said, uh, what is it, the Shang Li? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Yeah. They said that that one was, like, number one for a while. Yeah. And made so much money. That movie made, it made millions made more than and Black Widow, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the first day. What about it? People went to see it. Yeah, I went to go see it. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Is that the one you fell asleep? Yeah, I fell asleep. Oh shit. Yeah, I fell asleep. It was definitely. If you don't want to fall asleep watching Shang Chi, uh, it's <laughs> definitely a phones up. Nah, it was kind of. Uh, when you talk about the Marvel movies, the problem with what's going on with the Marvel stuff is they have so much uh, that they're putting out in the shows that they've done have been decent. They've been, like, really good. Like, just, like, short, like, six-episode seasons, like, a little mm -hmm. tiny, like, mini-series of these characters from the sh from the, the movies, mm -hmm. you know, and they're kind of highlighted, and it's really cool, like, the, the stuff they're doing. Something so then, drove this project because every fandom, mm -hmm. but that's not just fandom. That ain't just fans. That's other people, too. Like, everybody gravitated towards this movie. Mm -hmm. Well... I don't know. It could be uh, a lot of people said that it was getting uh, like Black Panther vibes because, you know, it's got a minority as the star, you know, <laughs> and a lot of people came out for Black Panther, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I guess. Know. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that part of the franchise, so uh -huh. I can't really speak on it. Right. Uh, it looked cool, though, yeah. from the trailer that I watched. Right. It looked really cool. I don't know how it is when you sit in a theater and the movies be like three hours long. I don't got to attention span to sit for three hours and watch a movie uh -huh. i need to go smoke a cigarette i i wanted to start watching the uh harry potter series because mm -hmm. i never finished it We're go you want to watch it tonight well last time i wanted to watch it 
you saw that it was two and a half hours and you said, oh, I can't do that. Damn. I just, <laughs> and then we just, I just said, do you want to watch it? And I'm like, two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. Nah, I can't do that. But <laughs> a couple episodes of uh, the great British, British Bake Off. Yeah. You're there. Yeah, there. because it because you don't have to focus on it, right? And it, and it constantly changes. It's like okay, you waiting on a winner, and then after that, forty five minutes later, it's off, and then it restarts again. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like refreshing in right. your mind. Versus Harry Potter is the entire movie is dark, right? Sleepy time uh-huh. It's dark, and then it's amazing. Don't get me wrong; some of the best movies ever made. I think you think so. I think Harry Potter was one of the best. Uh, franchise movies ever made, and mm-hmm. then TV shows. I'm gonna give it to Sons of Anarchy. No, nah. well, I mean I like Smallville before that, but Sons of Anarchy took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get into the I Sons. Know. I watched until uh, Henry Rollins showed up. Yeah, you're you're not a good fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a super I, fan, and that's just because at the time, that's all. When when they went to Ireland. That's when I gave up on Yeah, it got slow. Uh, the Ireland like, season got slow, but I was so locked in at mm-hmm. that point that right. I had to, like... And then I didn't watch it when it first came out. I watched it right after. I watched it when it was, like, ending. Yeah. So I started from the beginning when the hype was still going on, but it wasn't yeah. the beginning. I feel like I was, you know, a 22-year-old person, and I was like, why do I want to watch this, like supposedly tough biker man go save his baby like come on he's going to ireland <laughs> oh my to god save you're so baby? tough yeah like oh you're gonna go save your baby like <laughs> because Kurt. yeah you don't understand like if, being yeah. a parent and but if what you that had is. A, if you but had a thing i didn't have that or not i didn't have that though you wouldn't so go, you would you go save your dog from ireland you don't have the empathy for it what if it was a dog Somebody kidnapped your dog and took it to Ireland. They're holding it for ransom. It's a dog that you love, that you've been with for years. Would you go and get that dog back? I don't know. I I don't know if a dog's worth the the trip to (laughs) Ireland. You know, just like, man, that man in Ireland, he got me. Yeah, but you love this dog. It's your child, it's your baby. uh, I miss that dog. Too bad it's in (laughs) Ireland. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I think most people would probably. Oh, it's too much work. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm good. It's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Then you got to bring it back from Ireland. What do you got to do? <laughs> How do you need like? I bet you need special permits or something to get a dog back from Ireland. Uh, probably. I mean, you not know. if it's been kidnapped. Pro- you probably don't need that. Yes, you do. Maybe they don't know that's been kidnapped. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta go through the proper channels mm-hmm. to get everything together. That's funny though. Uh, so. We had some visitors in town recently. Did we? Yeah, you want to talk about it? Who was it? The Proud Boys. Oh, we've we've got signs everywhere saying that the Proud Boys are in town. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out at a local a local pub. They meet there on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been people that have uh, been protesting these Proud Boys mm-hmm. and meeting where they meet. And there's signs everywhere, signs everywhere saying "Proud Boys," and then it says, "Oh, this is a people that uh, uh, encourage hate, um, misogynistic, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of you know uh, words that uh, don't incite you know good thoughts." Yeah, and then the question that I posed to Kirk is, 
if they are just going to the bar to have a drink and they're not saying anything rude or mm-hmm. just sitting there, may, even if they have like a jacket that say Proud Boys on it or it says whatever it says on it, right. if they're just sitting there having a drink, not doing anything at all, not bothering anybody, saying anything racist, promoting any agendas, they're right. just sitting there having a beer. Uh-huh. Is that wrong for is them it, to sit there? Are it, they not allowed to sit there if they're not doing anything? Is it but wrong they're wearing for them to hang out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Well, I feel like. So I read an article about it, and uh, they said that a a guy that was working there he got fired from the place because he was there, and he told the owner that he reser- re- re- refused to serve them. Mm-hmm. So he was fired. So basically, the article reads as man fired because he would not serve Proud Boys. Not that you know he wouldn't serve a, know, customer, a customer that's sitting there. That's sitting. You there. have no right to do that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And then there's been a bunch of businesses around the town that say Proud Boys are not welcome here. <laughs> You yeah, know? they're like discriminating against these people because of their beliefs. Right. It's one thing if they're coming and tearing shit up and they're coming and they're doing specific things. Mm-hmm. They're talking about this agenda where you like, I don't promote that. I don't want that shit in my right. bar. Like that's one I can understand that. But uh-huh. if they're coming to a bar, they're sitting down and they're not bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. You can't discriminate against like that's a slippery if you, slope. If yeah, if you push hate towards a hate group, what are you gaining? Nothing. You're the You're same right? fucking thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Only you've got a mask of, oh, I'm doing what's right. Yeah. Because I, I'm hating the hateful people. Exactly. Right? And the reason uh, that this story is interesting right now is because on, you know, the media outlets, I listen to mm-hmm. a bunch of podcasts and a bunch of radio stuff and things like that. And they were talking about one of the questions on a breakfast club that they posed was, is it okay to not serve a guest if you don't agree with their political beliefs or right. their any of those things, mm-hmm. whether they're racist or whatever? It, are you right to not serve them? Mm-hmm. And so all these people were calling in and they had all their opinions. And at the end of the day, if your job, oh, who was it? It was a FedEx worker mm-hmm. saying that he don't serve certain people. Right. And... Yeah, you can't I'm not going to deliver to I'm not going to deliver to them. And right. he was pretty much saying, I sit in my truck and I pass the delivery up. Uh-huh. Or I might have, like, the person I'm working with go put a sign on their door and say they missed the delivery. Mm-hmm. Like, doing shit like that. And so he got fired for it. Right. And that was the question. Can you, uh, is it okay to not serve a group of people because you don't agree with their beliefs or mm-hmm. them as a person? Yeah, it's kind of rude. <laughs> in the end, whenever you're in a country of people that don't have the same beliefs, right? A melting right. pot, you know, like that goes for race as well as thoughts and, you know. But people tend to, especially with social media, things tend to sway towards right. a similar direction. Yeah. So you have 70% over here and then a smaller group that oppose it a lot of the times. Yeah, but the people with social, the thing with social media is it's magnified to what group you are a part of. Yeah, I know. You ta- you say with. that all the time. You're like, that's who you're no, with. So no, no one can't... else in the world cares about this. I'm like, Kirk is everywhere. I know. You, you'll, you'll see an article and, you know, I'll be like, okay, I don't even know who they're talking about. <laughs> 
like, I'm like Kirk is everywhere. I know everywhere that's I that's on, the point. It. It's yeah. a minority thing, but into your eyes, everybody's talking about it. It's on all. You always say it's on all the platforms. Everybody's well, talking the about Breakfast it. Club broadcast to multiple. There, I get there's it. so many places. I get it. So, uh, but they're also putting information towards a group of people. Yeah, that's true. So no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. If I saw it, everybody if I saw, saw it, it. Everybody else saw it. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the danger you go into. Is yeah. The, the the everything. It's so easy to get a word out, but at the same time, those words are magnified towards certain other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, that's that's weird. It's just like I I don't like the way that the article ran because it it, it had basic really no facts. The yeah. only thing that it said was a guy was fired, and he said, and it says in there, he said he was fired because of this. It's clickbait. Yeah, and, and but it's from the local news source too. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not you know like a yeah, but the local like news source uses post clickbait as well. You know, yeah, they have to, so then they can tell you you get one more free article. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> going into the, the serving people, um, I read in the Wall Street Journal. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I told you about it, that uh, hotels and restaurants are fighting back against tantrums that their, yeah, yeah, the customers yeah. have been going through. You talk a lot about mm-hmm. how these people are crazy right now. and Yeah, it's disgusting. A lot of, there was a hotel in Rhode Island that uh, has a sign as people are getting checked in, hey, please don't... Uh, harass our front desk workers we're understaffed you know because people will call and they're like oh you didn't get to my call in time i had to call three times you know meanwhile this guy that's supposed to be working the front desk is running up towels to people's rooms you know because there's He's no doing house as much to as do you stuff can to like yeah. if you're gonna stay in this hotel please be accepting less like it's a certain way to put different signs to right. where like uh people gravitate towards them and that's a whole nother mm-hmm. uh conversation because it's people who actually work in that department who right. understand how to market but uh yeah if you said a certain way you don't have to be as you don't have to be rude but if mm-hmm. you said a certain way it's like that needs to happen everywhere because right. people are being so nasty. They're saying that uh, the idea of the customer is always right is kind of leaving the conversation. It's kind of like, well. Yeah, when you're doing things like that. Um, on. One business had us on their sign. It said, uh, uh, be nice or leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, just be nice. And then I, one of my favorites was. I've seen the be nice or leave ones. Uh-huh. And one of, one of my favorites was. Uh, they had a bunch of ins- insults that people um, put on. Mm-hmm. They, 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 people were called traitors and communists. Mm-hmm. And they had like a big board of all these insults that the people that worked in a restaurant had been called. Sheeple. Sheeple was the one that was highlighted. And then they <laughs> said on the bottom, it says, I know you are, but what am I? And you was spelt as uh, E-W-E, as in like you as in a sheep. And uh, then it said, ha, 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 ha. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So at least they're like hitting it with kind of like some good humor, you know. But yeah, like something. The service I mean, injury, industry is tired of. All I mean, the think stuff. Uh, think about like we have it bad, but because most of us are in a situation where um, we're about to get married, we we're about to get married, we are married, or we have kids, and mm-hmm. we have responsibilities. So it's a, I think. Uh, when you have a work environment like that, it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. People are, 
they deal with more stuff. They're not willing to pop off as quick and be like, fuck you. Like, we've had right. people like that, but for the most part, people are just like, these people are crazy. And mm-hmm. they just kind of keep it moving. But, yeah, it's definitely an everyday thing that you encounter with people just being rude. Right. Like, the other day, a guy, I'm in the kitchen cooking food for the entire restaurant. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So, from you, what do you do when you go to a restaurant? You go sit down at your table, and then what do you do? By myself? No, w- with me or anybody. You sit down at a table, and then what do you do? Look at the menu. Okay, and then what happens? Somebody says, would you like something to drink Your server water? says that. It was somebody. It could be the manager. Okay, so okay. eventually your and server. And sometimes it's the host. They right. get your drink order as they I say. I know, you we didn't have that experience. Right. But eventually the server comes over. Okay. She takes your order, all that stuff. Right. If you need ketchup in the middle of service, if we've been in that situation. We went to steakhouses. They didn't give mm-hmm. me no A1. Right. Okay, then what do you do? I go to the kitchen and ask for it. Exactly. I'm sorry, I demand it. Exactly. That's I don't what ask don't, for it. I demand it. That's what you don't do. <laughs> People are literally doing that. Like, uh-huh. I work in an open kitchen. I'm cooking. It's supposed to be an experience for the customers right. where they, they can see, see us. They get to see us working and cooking, mm-hmm. which, I, I mean, I know I look impressive. I make that shit look good. Mm-hmm. But that... That's it. You're supposed to watch, but not talk to us. Not You can say, hey, you're doing a good job, blah, blah, blah. You're not supposed to come up and be like, got mayo. Like, mm-hmm. If you don't get the fuck away from me, I'm yeah. going to freak out. So this guy the other day, he comes up to me, and he brings me his check. And he's like, hey, here's my check mm-hmm. for my family. And I turn around, and I just walk away. You right just walked away from him? Absolutely. I didn't respond. Uh-huh. I didn't look at him. I turned around like he wasn't speaking, and you I walked away. You didn't look at him? Absolutely not. Did you just, what did you look at? Ah, uh, it makes me so angry. Nothing. <laughs> when he walked up and I saw him and he's like, this is my tab. And he wasn't even paying attention. He mm-hmm. just like slammed it down like, oh, this for us. Right. It's like, and so I leave it there and I walk away. Mm-hmm. I didn't touch it. I didn't say nothing. I didn't look at him. Like, do not approach me like that. Right. You got to, I don't deal with it very well. So I'm like best that. being in a, like hiding me in the back of the kitchen <laughs> where mm-hmm. no one can see me. You you want to be behind the clothes, behind the scenes. Yeah. You don't want to be in the open kitchen. No. You know what people do all day? What? Where's the bathroom? They ask you? All day. Uh-huh. Because if everybody you... else is busy, they just see the first person. They're like, where the bathroom? Like, that, that, I'm like, yeah. over there. Yeah. And then you overcook the eggs. Yeah. Because you were explaining how to get to the bathroom. Yeah. And you didn't even give them the right directions. The crazy part is we cook all our eggs under. Because then they cook for a little bit after they get on the plate. It. So. Yeah. Nothing, eggs don't get burnt, okay. but people are annoying. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'm over it. I'm over the customer service. Had enough. Had so you're going to make a sign now. What would your sign say? They wouldn't let me put it up. No, but what would it say if you then could? Then they'll say, oh, she's the angry black girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get the angry black woman if I would say Would you put anything. the sign and then have it under quotes, the angry black girl? So that way I don't, people I don't know, but I'm you? starting to get annoyed by the fact that um, that's the perception of me anytime I, I get upset about anything. So mm-hmm. I'm expected, like, as a black woman in the kitchen, first off, I'm the only woman in the kitchen in the first place. Mm-hmm. As the only black girl in the kitchen, I am supposed to be nice and sweet and say, hey, how are you doing today? What would you mm-hmm. like? Or, and just let, like, do this. Okay, I'll stay however long you want. Do all that. You got me fucked up. Right. I'm not that person. You don't want to be that person. I'm not going to. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. You can't make me that person. No. In the kitchen, I'm an alpha male. I don't mm-hmm. care how many men is in there. Right. Because I know my shit. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. The The industry is very weird right now. People are extremely rude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think I need to make a song. Okay. We'll get some markers. And I got some Play-Doh. Oh, you got some markers. Yeah. I'm going to use your markers, and I'm going to put up there. Smile, you're on camera. <laughs> Smile, you're on camera. That's a good, That's. I don't think I've ever seen that sign before. <laughs> In a kitchen? Ever. I know, that's a good one, right? That's a good one. Yeah. So I've been having a hard time sleeping lately. Oh, you, you've been having a hard time sleeping. Yeah. Been you've so been bad. the night owl for so long, and now you got to get up to work at 5. Today you went at 5 in the morning? Right? I got up at 5 in the morning. I had to be there at 6. Mm-hmm. So, typically, so you're not used to that. Yeah, typically if I have to get up at 5, if I have to be there at 6, I get up at 5, mm-hmm. press the alarm button probably three times. Right. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. I'm a multiple alarm guy. I, I need, I sometimes I set, I'm not as bad as I used to be when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But now my alarm actually wakes me up. What used to happen whenever I was younger is um, I would get used to the alarm. And then it wouldn't work anymore. You get into your head and then yeah, you think then it's you think your it's something else. Yeah. Um, but I've been good about my alarms, but I also rotate them. So then like this alarm's the first alarm. This one's the second alarm, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe that's what it's going. But I'm a multiple alarm guy. But you're also a multiple alarm guy. So our neighbors probably hear alarms going off in our apartment for an hour and a half, right? Maybe. Because you're I like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. You and know, then my snooze. alarm is it is aggressive so Uh if i don't answer it it'll like it'll start going crazy on me before eventually it just will not remind me anymore the funniest thing is we have this alarm clock and you finally put it to use because you were (laughs) i got it for kirk for uh, a gift in his christmas stocking you were using a uh you were using an alarm on your phone but Mm -hmm. you never kept your phone by the bed Mm-hmm. It would be in a different room, mm-hmm. and so when it, you'd be like, you'd tell me, you'd say, my alarm doesn't wake me up, and I'd be like, because it's not in the right room. Yeah. Well, and then if I got my headphones on, I uh-huh. want it'll play through the headphones, but the headphone fell off in the bed, uh-huh. so that's <laughs> a mess. Yeah. But yeah, so I got Kirk this alarm clock as a stocking stuffer. I feel like I do good Christmas stockings. I put all the good shit in there, mm-hmm. but Kirk don't use all his stocking stuff. So I used the alarm clock. Right. Yeah. You like your phone better. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very frustrating. But getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning is interrupting my sleep pattern. Mm -hmm. So I'll get up early in the morning like that. I'll go to work. Some days are hard. Some days are easier. And then once I get off, I'll come home, maybe wash clothes and, like, do all these things. And then make dinner, eat dinner. Once the TV turn on. Around and that's probably around seven six. Mm-hmm. I got to about eight o'clock. Yeah, I got so about right. an hour and a half on. Well, the it depends TV. if you're eating. Yeah. Right, because you also like to eat late, so like you like to eat around seven. I like to eat around ten. Right. You like to eat around. Well, that you time. now you now you eating uh, slobber, slobbers. What are you eating at ten now? Because you're asleep. What do you eat when you're asleep? Not now, but I'm saying typically. Typically, that's what you prefer, like yeah. to you like to eat at ten because you're getting off of work, mm-hmm. um, but not no more. And so, yeah, you'll sit there and then you'll just be asleep, 
And you look super comfortable on the couch whenever you sleep. <laughs> you look so you you look so comfortable. I couldn't imagine you being more comfortable sleeping anywhere else. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's we, true. When we get nice beds and like nice hotels, that's really comfortable too. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's too comfortable. Right. Like I don't know how to behave. Right. So yeah. So I'm going to sleep around eight. And what happened is last night I went to sleep around that time, and then I woke up at eleven twenty one p.m. And then I said goodnight to Kirk. I think I woke you up a little bit. You did. So I said goodnight to Kirk, and then I lay down, and I was up to 2.45 in the morning watching TV on my phone mm-hmm. because I had already slept for almost four hours, mm-hmm. and I couldn't go back to sleep. Right. So then I went back to sleep around 2.45, 2.50. I was trying to close my eyes, mm-hmm. and then I had to get up at 5. Right. So, yeah, today's a bad sleep day for me. They say whenever whenever you can't get to sleep, um, it's best to move on to something else mm-hmm. until you start to feel tired of that again and then go to bed. You know? How cool. Like like some people they'll they'll sit in bed and they'll be like, Oh, I can't I can't sleep, I can't sleep and they'll, you know, keep thinking about it. they're like, Oh, I only have this many more hours until I sleep. They say the best thing to do is to do something. And then go back to sleep. It kind of resets your brain to like, oh, I did something, all done. Now I can go back to sleep. Like crossword puzzles? Yeah, a crossword puzzle or something, yeah. We got some of those. We do. Yeah, we got a book here. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do some of those right. when I get time. <laughs> uh, it's uh, so much content on the internet, Kirk. I just I know. Like, you <laughs> like to watch those videos. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I get so like you can't roped help it. in. Yeah. <laughs> I get uh if I wake up on the weekend if I wake up, either I'm straight to some game gaming in the morning, mm-hmm. or I'm watching videos on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like that's my morning activity. Yeah. Like on my off day, am I playing video games or I'm watching videos? Yeah. I can watch videos in my bed. Yeah. But if I. Need but you to gotta play, play the video games. You on gotta the play TV. the video games on the TV. Yeah. Kirk, so. we could just get a TV in our bedroom. No, we don't have room for it. We could. We could do it. No way. Put it on the wall. You got to mount it. Have to mount it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm used to having a TV in my mm-hmm. bedroom at night. I'm yeah. not, it's very... I, uh, I would definitely not like a TV in a room at night. Oh, I would go crazy. Why? Because you would have it on. Yeah. And then, That's the point and of then it. then I would turn... I could just see it right now. <laughs> I'd be in bed and, you know, you'd come up just like you did last night. And I'm going to be laughing 11, like... <laughs> 11.30, and then you're going to turn it on, and it's going to be some YouTube, because it's going to be a smart TV. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be some uh, Travis Smiley. What's his name? Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley. It'll be some Ricky Smiley show, and you're going to be giggling. It'll mm-hmm. be shaking the bed. And I'm going to see what it is. I'm going to know that you've signed it a million times already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, like, it's too late. I need my sleep. <laughs> That's because you're not used to having a TV in your room, right? Yeah, I, I mean, never had one. Well, on island you had a TV, but yeah, you don't watch it while you that's sleep. That's where you. That's where you live. You only have a room. I know, but you, you still, you and I always had it. it. I always had it away from where I slept. Right, like it was yeah. facing the. Even when I had a studio apartment, there was a little place where my bed was, and then the entertainment area over here. Mm-hmm. I always had it like where you couldn't look at the television as you're laying what, down. What do you think about the bathroom TVs? Uh, I like that. I you want ever that. see the Matthew McConaughey movie uh, Ed TV? <laughs> he's he's in a reality show. 
and it follows him in his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's got a little mirror on his hamper in his bathroom so he can look at the TV through the mirror. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. No, I want an actual TV in the bathroom. <sighs> Ridiculous. People do it. Though. I know, but then you're going to be there even longer than what you already are. I know. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, is that it? Unless you got something else to say. No, I think that's it for now. Uh, thank you guys for listening again to another episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. Please uh, send any questions or suggestions to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, uh, oh, sorry. Right. If you want to look at the content, go check it out on YouTube, mm-hmm. Spotify, all the streaming platforms, all that stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.